Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Friday, January 29th. S&P futures are trading down about 40 points. That's about 1%. NASDAQ futures are underperforming down about 200 points. That's about 1.5%. Europe's major indices are trading down about a percent. There is selling across the board in Europe. All the major indices are participating. All the major subgroups are participating. There are a couple of pockets of outperformance. Specifically, Ericsson and Daimler are both outperforming trading up on positive earnings news. Asia finished lower across the board. So equities are for sale everywhere. I would point out that it's very interesting that treasuries are also for sale. So you are not seeing this kind of um, you know, a uh, flight for quality necessarily, suggesting that a lot of what's occurring in the market is not necessarily a function of genuine underlying macro concern. Um, you know, I think a big driver for Friday morning specifically has to do with just this ongoing metastasizing debate around market structure spurred by what's occurring with GameStop uh, and and other stocks like it. So there's a ton of press yesterday, overnight, this morning talking about the restrictions that were imposed by not just Robinhood, but a variety of brokers, why those restrictions were put in place. Um, you know, I think that the fact that Robinhood was forced to draw down on its credit lines, as well as raising a billion dollars from existing investors, um, you know, I think speaks to some of the market fragility concerns that were out there um, about how this fervorish trading volume and, and again, the GameStop and, and stocks like it overwhelmed market infrastructure um, both the technical infrastructure and the financial infrastructure. And I think, um, you know, I think that's obviously not, not helping sentiment as well as you're hearing more calls from, um, you know, on both sides of the aisle in Washington to have hearings, to have regulatory actions get taken, to have new taxes get imposed on wall street. So, you know, clearly this has become bigger than just GameStop. Um, and it is not helping confidence. It's eroding confidence. It's also forcing a lot of um, you know, degrossing, de-risking on the part of larger funds, and that is creating, um, that is contributing, obviously, to the to the downturn that that we're seeing this morning. So that, to me, is by far the big theme, the big driver of what's occurring this morning. You, you know, there are a lot of there are a million reports about various brokers imposing higher margin requirements, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So that's all contributing, I think, to just some of the anxiety this morning. Um, in terms of more fundamental news, you know, the Novamax vaccine data was out last night. So remember, there are a couple of trials that investors are waiting for. Novamax, the UK trial that concluded the data was out last night. Novamax also has a separate US trial. That data is due to be out by the end of Q1. That data will inform the FDA decision as far as providing emergency use authorization. Um, the UK data out last night was very positive, about 90% efficacy. However, they also released data from a South African trial um, that efficacy number was much lower, around 50 to 60 um, percent. And that is because of the new South African mutant strain um, that obviously is more resilient to the existing crop of vaccines. Um, you know, clearly there have been some concern around these mutant strains or the UK mutant strain, there's the South African mutant strain. Um, you know, so the fact that the efficacy figure was lower than for the, you know, the more, I guess, original uh, version of of the virus, um, I think, is feeding into some of those concerns that you know. There's been obviously a lot of vaccine optimism in the market, a lot of um, optimism that you could see kind of a full reopening or herd immunity achieved by the spring or summer. Um, you know, the mutant strains I think are are um, undermining that confidence a little bit. I would just note that you know the mutant strains are still accounting for a very small portion of um, 
you know, of the infection numbers. And also these vaccines are designed for the original strain. So a lot of the vaccine makers have said that, um, you know, they would have to rejigger their vaccines, which wouldn't necessarily take um, a long period of time in response to some of the mutations. So I don't necessarily think it's that the mutations are more resistant to vaccines in general. It's that they are resistant to vaccines designed for another, um, you know, a, a predecessor variant of the virus. So that is kind of the other, that's the big macro theme this morning. You have a lot of Q4 GDP reports out today. All of them were kind of better than expected. So Germany, France, Taiwan. Um, I would just note that the market really does not pay a ton of attention to GDP. It much more, gets much more focused in the general media, usually is not a huge driver of uh, market sentiment, et cetera. Um, as far as earnings are concerned, again, the numbers remain terrific. Uh, I'm not going to go through all of them. There were a bunch out in the US last night, and there were a few in Europe this morning. Um, all the numbers are still relatively strong. You're still talking about, um, you know, companies are exceeding expectations on earnings by about 20% on average. You know, I think that the risk to the 2021 and 2022 broader market consensus forecasts are definitely to the upside. I think that, you know, I think people are going to be talking about a 2022 EPS figure of, you know, north of $200 at this point, just given where numbers are coming in for Q4. Um, you know, obviously that has not been a major area of focus, um, you know, throughout the season, but earnings are definitely something that people don't need to worry about for the time being. For the calendar today, obviously you're going to see a lot of focus um, around GameStop and all the market mechanical issues that have been in the media all week. Um, also, you know, the U.S. fiscal negotiation process in Washington, that is still kind of an ongoing theme as well. I've written a lot about that. I wrote more about it this morning in the piece. So be sure to check it out. Um, again, I think that the Biden $1.9 trillion plan cannot pass even through reconciliation. You're going to have to haircut that a little bit just to get the moderate Democrats on board. Um, so you have to probably take that down to $1.7 trillion, if not less. And again, if you do that through reconciliation, I think that it, um, I think it severely imperils the rest of the Biden agenda, specifically the recovery stimulus plan that is supposed to focus heavily on infrastructure spending. Um, so those two are, are kind of the big themes that will still be in focus, market mechanics and fiscal stimulus negotiations. You do have some inflation numbers in the US, which will be watched very closely given that you have seen some evidence of a firming inflation. So you have the PCE for December and the employment cost index for Q4. And then earnings will stay in focus too. The big names out this morning include Caterpillar Charter, Colgate, Chevron, Honeywell, Lilly. Uh, those are the big names out before the open. So that is everything for this morning. Thank you for listening.